Hello and welcome. You are watching Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk Live. I am your co-host, Andy Kretzinger, on this April the 17th. 18th. 18th, 2023. <laughs> we should start saying the day at the beginning of these. Not that I can't just read it on the YouTube link. I'm here with my partner in crime, uh, Hunter Moeller, showing off the tats today. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure. Can the camera get them? Nope. Well, well, unless I raise my arms up, but you raise your arms. If you, yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, Nikki Brackets, Nick Stephens over here. We need to get <laughs> you still him. call him Nikki Brackets. Yeah, I figured we call him Nikki Brackets until maybe I don't know a couple months at least. Next March, maybe next March. That should at least be an on and off nickname until next March. Uh, we need to get him his title belt. We'll figure that out. Oh, I know how we can get the title belt. We could just go steal it because they're doing some pro wrestling thing in a tumble in a couple weeks. Free advertising on that because they dropped the poster off to me. So why don't we just go win it for Nikki Let's Brackets? Do it. Go do it. So challenge whoever the champion is right now. Didn't say on the poster who's the champion, but um, anyway, that has nothing to do with what we're doing today. But um, we are here. Um, we're a high school and college sports show in Southeast Iowa, and you will find us on Washington Lives Facebook, mm-hmm. Pleasant and Fairfield Lives Facebook, Washington Lives YouTube, and um, Spotify. And by the way, if you're on our Twitter right now at Union Sports Page, we always uh, go ahead and pin the. Um, the YouTube link anyway. I'm on it right now. <laughs> and I was my cue to remind Hunter. I forgot my laptop today, which sometimes I just like to be natural and not have my laptop up here. But today I just legitimately forgot it. So be reading some stuff off my phone. But um, we've been busy because it's spring sports, which is probably the busiest. You'd say busiest, Hunter? For sure. Yeah. It's just- because there's, um, you know, with like the four you know, sports that we cover, there's usually... <clears throat> um, you know, four things, sometimes three things going on in one town at a night and, yeah. you know, at a night, especially if Washington had uh, tennis, that would really make it really busy too. So yeah, not- that's true. I always feel like, uh, I almost feel bad because I, you know, if there's, let's say three things in Fairfield, then I'm at, you know, if I have Fairfield that day, then I'm there for, you know, 20 minutes of one thing and then I drive to the next thing and then the next thing. And so I always feel like, man, I hope people don't think I'm showing up to the tennis meet, taking two pictures, and then going home and right. you know playing N64 or something. <laughs> but um, uh, we're going to talk a little bit some soccer. And we had a rivalry uh, games yesterday between Fairfield and Mount Pleasant. Hunter, you were, uh, among other things, yesterday at the uh, girls' game for a while. So uh, tell me how it turned out. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Mount Pleasant taking on Fairfield. Um, obviously, Panthers, uh, looking at the season, brought a lot back from last year. Um, you know, one loss, uh, we kind of, we talked about in the past weeks, uh, the one loss to Washington and those two teams going, going overtime about every time they play. So, um, you know, really stout Mount Pleasant team, uh, Trojans, you know, kind of on the come up, uh, uh-huh. you know, r- rough start to the season thus far. Uh, Mount Pleasant ones, this one six Oh, um, you know, really, really uh, stellar first half offensively and defensively by the Panthers. Um, at, at the half, it was 5-0. Ellie Manning kicked off uh, off the scoring for the Panthers in this one. Uh, Tori Wilson went on to score a pair uh, as well in that first half, along with uh, Sharice Sawerda and Haley Parrott uh, ended off that half uh, with the final goal to make it 5-0 at the half. Um, and then, you know, in the in the second half, uh, you know, it wasn't uh, as dominant performance offensively, but, you know, Mount Pleasant just kind of controlled the game, uh, you know, without kind of, you know, pressuring because they were already at 5-0 and then, um, aware it was able to add one more goal in that second half, uh, and that kind of put the game game away. Fairfield got some good, some de- you know decent looks in that second half there, but um, really you know the damage had been done, and uh, mm-hmm. you know Mount Pleasant takes it like I said six zero. Uh, they moved to four and two on the season. Um, uh, so I mean they're looking pretty good. 
you know, just a couple tough losses there. And then uh, the Fairfield's 0-5, still searching for their first win. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, Mount Pleasant, uh, I've noticed, uh, has spread the goals out a lot this mm-hmm. year. Um, the last couple of years they've had, you know, when you look at their goal sheet, you've had one or two kids that have been way above everybody else, but they have um, those younger kids are, are kind of moving in there, the Wilsons and the Warden mm-hmm. of the World. So. Yeah, and I think we kind of saw that last year. Obviously, uh, Ellie Manning was kind of the go-to. And uh-huh. uh, we're seeing, uh, you know, what I've noticed from their game is they have a really uh, nice – uh, kind of one-two game. Uh, they do a little like kind of give and it's like almost a give and go. Um, and uh, Shreesa Werda is really. I mean, she was she was great last year too, but she's really, uh, you know, I think improved a lot coming into this season. And then Tori yeah. Wilson, obviously as well. Uh, and I think they're both only sophomores, so yeah, they are. Uh, uh, yeah, and then Haley Parrott coming in first year. Uh, she's made some made some noise for that team and been big so far. Uh, and I believe she's a junior. So uh, yeah, I mean the Panthers are looking good. Obviously, their their two losses have been close ones. I mentioned mm-hmm. the Washington one. I can't remember the other one on the top of my head, but uh, Burlington, uh, Burlington, which is another right another uh, you know great team. So yeah, yeah. So that's uh, the the girls uh, the girls um, standings are kind of they're tight. I, mm-hmm. They've got a lot of close games. Um, the mm-hmm. boys who haven't had as much of that. I was at uh, Fairfield last night, and it was a carbon copy of the game you watched, except the a different school uh, won it. Uh, Fairfield six zero over. Mount Pleasant boys soccer, and you know that was a little bit surprising to me. It wouldn't have been at the if you said at the very beginning of the year that Fairfield was going to beat Mount Pleasant six nothing. Yep. Um, because you know I thought we thought that Fairfield would be a, a step or two ahead of Mount Pleasant. Um, anyway, but they were both coming off of games against Burlington, and um, Burlington had beaten Fairfield at Fairfield three to two, and then Mount Pleasant beat Burlington one to zero. So that was a, a con- common enemy that they had just um, played. So I was expecting a closer game, but. Um, Fairfield is really, you, you really have seen them sharpen up a little bit here. Um, they did a lot of um, mixing up their forwards and midfielders, partly because of a big injury from last year. And so they seem to mm-hmm. kind of be getting into the um, groove. Um, I apologize to the person who's calling me right now. I'm going to decline your call. Um, <laughs> 319 number. But um, uh, so we had, a, I actually showed up right, uh, after tennis. So it was already 4 nothing early in the game. Uh Tate Allen had two early goals. Andrew Tietza and Jackson Allen both had um, a goal uh, early there. It was 5 nothing at halftime. And um, in the second half, you got another one out of Jackson Allen. So he had his uh, a two-goal game, and um, Tate Allen had a two-goal game. I heard him joking after the game that his uh, the number on his jersey keeps him from getting a half hat trick because I believe he is number two. So I um, <laughs> need is. a jersey, strop, uh, jersey uh, swap on that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Matt Pleasant had a few shots. The second half, you know, you, you kind of saw them play a little bit closer to where they were against... When they played against Burlington, and I, again, um, soccer is the one thing we'll stay at for a little bit longer at a time, soccer and track, because you kind of have to keep keep track of them a little bit. Right. Uh, and But... Um, during the Burlington game, I was like, oh, Mount Pleasant looks like the better team. They're getting the, the better shots. Uh, during the first half of this Fairfield game, you could really tell that Fairfield had a leg up and that the through balls were, were getting where they needed to be and the, you know, they were getting shot after shot. Second half, Mount Pleasant was able to, to, to hang with them there and um, it looked more like a competitive back-and-forth game. But that was a big one for Fairfield, mm-hmm. who has only lost in these conference games. Um, 1-0 at Washington last week. 1-0 to Washington. They lost 4 nothing to Fort Madison, but it was close throughout till the second half, and that kind of pulled away. Um, you know, so I think Fairfield's a very dangerous team. They l- have a lot of weapons, weaponry all around the, mm-hmm. the field. So, I um, mean, as I said there, I mean, Tate Allen's been their main scorer, and he's a new kid to, yeah. the, to the sport. So, uh, well, I don't know how new to the sport. He's new to high school soccer. 
So, you know, you often think that a team like that is probably the one that um, imp- takes big steps of improvement, although you could mm-hmm. say that for Mount Pleasant, too, because they are young freshmen and sophomores. So I know. I think we're kind of seeing that, though, the cycle there. I mean, yeah. obviously, Fairfield's got some young guys, The you know, Jackson, uh, Jackson Allen. Uh, you know, he's one of their uh, go-tos. And then, obviously, the, mm-hmm. the big injury to uh, Drew Tuhill, uh you know, that, that really, really hurt them, yeah, especially on the offensive end because last year, uh, obviously, we kind of saw that. No, Fairfield showed flashes that, you know, they, you know, they were, we talking quite a bit about like the upper echelon kind of, and it, uh-huh. it almost fair, felt like Fairfield was on the cusp this year. And obviously you mentioned the 4-0 loss, but um, to Fort Madison, but you know, the, the Bloodhounds are rated what third or sec- second or third right now, but uh, yeah, but you know, I guess my point is, is that Fairfield's, you know, right there, like you kind of said, and it feels like it could go, it could go either way, uh, you know, with any of the, um, um, SEC schools, um, just just because they've shown that, uh, you know, they've given themselves an opportunity, especially against you know Washington, who's I believe number eight or was number eight. Yep, yep. The ra- yeah, I don't know when the new rankings come out or yep. came out. Um, we should probably start throwing those in the paper because I think we missed them last week and we got yep. some teams in there. Yep. Uh, but yeah, and well, and um, Washington last night had Kia Cook. Now Washington, both the boys and the girls, um, standing so far has been kind of. One of the the cream the the cream of the crop, as they uh, yep. they say, you know, one of the top two or three teams. Keokuk's been struggling a little bit, uh, and that was a seven um, zero win um, from the Washington boys last night, yep. and a four one win from the Washington girls. So a pretty dominant night for the old uh, demons last night. Um, let's see. Um, what will we have here for goal scores? I was pulling up my old my story here. I. I uh, um, just got done doing this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out another shout out for Will Gilchrist Brock for the um, boys. I wanted to say here we go. Edwin Cortez uh, scored two goals. They were both in the 62nd minute. Mm-hmm. So that shows how uh, how quickly they were they were getting off. Um, Joshua Perez scored a um, a goal on that. Emmanuel Ramundo had a goal on that, I believe. Um, Sean yeah. Westfall Edwards. Yep, Sean Westfall Agu- Edwards, Edwards had Aguilar. one on, f- on the four minutes, and, yep. f- and Freddie Agu- Aguilar had one. So. Um, this is the life of no computer. I'm scrolling through my, uh, oh, right. <laughs> and they right. spread out the goals a lot. Yeah, it was do. three, nothing at halftime. And then they scored four more in the second half. So I've, what I've noticed from uh, Washington, which is probably why, you know, they're ranked inside the top 10 is that, uh, you know, uh, they do really well at, uh, sharing the ball. It's like, they never are, are selfish with it. With yeah. it. And they have great ball skill too. They do. They have on, great, great on, ball skill on, uh, both sides. I mean, they're six and one and mentioned for Madison being number three and, you know, they went one Oh, I believe uh-huh. was, uh, with them. So, uh, no, right now, uh, and the scary part about Washington is I think they have like four seniors. Yeah. And, uh, a lot, uh, you know, the majority of their starting 11 is, uh, I would say sophomores and juniors. Uh, kind of made up of mostly around uh, those two classes. So, I mean, looking at the season and looking ahead, you know, for Washington, it's really, really kind of impressive, and it's going to be uh, pretty crazy to see what they do next year too. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're, they're a real the, – the Washington boys are a real threat to to make it. We do not have a lot of teams in soccer mm-hmm. from the Union area make it to state. Fairfield came close a couple different times. You know, Fort Mass has kind of been the blocker in mm-hmm. the SEC lately, and there's always the Pellas of the world that they end up playing, yeah. you know, later in the – um, the way, by the way, um, I think we should probably shout out uh, our. I know, I mean, some of our small schools. I know Hillcrest Academy. I think I think is number two. Yeah, yeah, Hillcrest got a good so uh, good team. <laughs> but um, we have um, we have um, Mid Prairie um, mm-hmm. split games the other day. Um, 
Columbus WMU. Uh, we definitely New won London in girls Danville. the other day. New London Danville. And um, Waco. Waco Island. plays Sigourney in a couple of days. So we've got so many soccer teams running yeah. around. Um, that, uh, yeah, it's hard to keep track of them. I was going to say on that Washington game, um, that was a 3-1 lead for the Demons um, uh, at halftime, and then they scored one more. Um, I believe they had Jocelyn Carter and Maya Murphy made it 2-0, and then uh, it was 2-1 for uh, right before halftime, and Alex Murphy uh, found one in, in front of the goal and um, scored there, and Kia Cook never got within one goal again. So yeah, uh, there we go. And for the Washington girls, I mean... It's kind of the same story for the boys. Oh, their one loss is Fort Madison as well. And the, uh, yeah, like, which was uh, penalty shots. Yeah. Uh, so they have not lost in regulation yet. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you know, for them, looking at their season, they got to be feeling pretty good. Definitely. Especially getting another shot at Fort Madison, too. Definitely. So. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's soccer, which is uh, uh, one of our busier sports right now. But we are going to take a little commercial break. Yep. And um, when we get back, we have track and golf and tennis and all the other springtime funnery. So uh, stick with us. Two minutes, we'll be back. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again, and I'm gonna do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. We are back, Southeast Iowa and Sports Talk Live um, here in jolly old Southeast Iowa. Um, if you've just kind of stumbled upon our show today, uh, tell everybody about it. You know, we've been doing this show for the entire school year, and still I hear people, I'll be like, yeah, I said on our show the other day. And they're like, what show? What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. So, um, yeah, if you like the show, tell people about it. We have fun. We run bracket challenges, which is fun, obviously. We should, and, make, we should make some, uh, I guess we should have made some picks for the the NBA playoffs. Um, yeah, I should. well, I would have been wrong because I would have said the Warriors are going to win again, clearly. They're going to get swept. They're gonna get swept. I don't know. So, did you see? Uh, they come did you back. Yeah, uh, there was a stomping. 
Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Yeah, did you see Sabonius who grabbed his ankle, though? Now people are saying that. So yeah, that should have been a flagrant foul. Yeah, if anyone but, stayed up to watch the NBA last night, there was a little, there was a little scuffle. It's a good game, though. What say you on stomping someone who's grabbing your leg? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Draymond, though. That makes it worse. Yeah, I used to like Draymond. And then he he took uh, he took the LSU side of that Caitlin Clark thing. I went on a rant about a couple weeks ago, and just so, completely changed it. I had the tweet up on my Twitter. I, I it said it was it was the video of him stomping and uh, something like, "Oh, the moral high ground of uh, that took <laughs> that guy Caitlin Clark." Here he is, and I thought about it. And I said, "No, you know what? I want to be the bigger man and not tweet tweet out." Also, you uh, tweeting about Shaq too. He brought up something about that too. Yeah, and Shaq is going to jail or whatever because of that crypto scam. There I am again, uh, <laughs> slandering because that's all I, I I saw it on the internet. So anyway, uh, that's a little, little bit of a trail off, but basically, um, yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about a little girls golf <laughs> where there was no stomping or um, crypto money scams, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you were at the Mount Pleasant Golf and Country Club. Yep. For uh, I haven't read your story to see who won, but I got a pretty good guess. Let's see if I'm right. Uh, Washington won. Oh, there we go. They've been winning everything in golf. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, they have. Well, they haven't lost a uh, SEC matchup yet, and uh, team standings, and they uh, pretty much almost medalist every time. But uh, besides the fact, uh, the Demons put up 175 points for the top uh, team spot. Uh, Fairfield finished third with 202. Mount Pleasant fourth with 223. Um, uh, leading the way for Washington uh, for most of the season. Uh, McKenna Conrad gets uh, the medalist honors. I believe the last two times she's come up one shot short, uh, or in a playoff has lost um, that way. So to Lauren uh, she, Briggs each time. Yep, yep. Mm. Um, but uh, this time around, uh, McKenna Conrad takes the uh, the medalist honor with forty one uh, for the low teammate Kaylin Long, who's always been uh, third the last couple of weeks. It seems like uh, finishes second with a forty two, one stroke behind. Um, and she got that on card back. Uh, I didn't look at the scores, but I'm assuming it was uh, it, it was Briggs that she had a card back against yeah. there. Um, Adeline Long finished with a 45. Mallory Johnson, 47. Haley Mitchell, uh, 48. And then Macy Johnson shot a 48 um, as well. Um, for Fairfield, uh, Viola Welsh, uh, the Trojans number one, shot a 45. Maya Tuhill and Macy Rayburn followed behind with 52s. Uh, Sarah Kretz shot a 53. Uh, Maggie Rayburn ended with a 56. And Kate Aptit. A uh, 57. Uh, for Mount Pleasant, Kylie Walderback uh, led with a 51. Um, Elena Holkamp shot a 56 in the meet. Ashlyn Buenkamp shot a 57. And Felicity Metcalf shot a 59. And then, uh, uh, so coming up, uh, Washington Mount Pleasant will be at the Oskaloosa Invitational on Thursday. And then uh, Fairfield will be heading over, or I guess up, uh, over and up, to Kelowna uh, for the Hawk Invitational, um, hosted by Union Area Midbury. So, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, I was gonna ask you. Do you think uh, they're they're doing these SEC meets uh, all every single week? If they're getting tired of each other because they're playing with the same playing partners, you I know, know every single week. So I wonder if they're excited to go. And uh, I kind of forgot. Do they uh, do they play or like? Twice around? How do they do that? They play once around, I believe. I don't think they make it a, a second time around. But the the regular season is at least once around for boys and girls. Because I'm pretty sure they have they win everywhere. I think. Yeah, because then they have bigger tournaments. And they have to do the conference, which is all together again. Right. Their state qualifiers pretty much always together. So I think they only go. The season goes. I'm, I'm picturing the spreadsheet that Colin Stark does for the boys, and in my brain, it only goes to about you know next week or the week after when the conference regular season's over. So. Which is kind of crazy. Golf, yeah, season, it is. I feel, golf season, I feel like, is the fastest. 
Yeah, everything in the spring really just, it, it hits you really hard. Drake Relays is next week. The Drake Relays, yeah. Drake <laughs> Relays is literally next week. And, um, and, then, and what, that's two the weeks beginning after of that? the postseason. Yeah, so. and two weeks after that is because they do the conference and then... You got conference, state qualifier. State qualifier and then state. state, which is like all yeah. three weeks or whatever. Yeah, so it's, I mean, spring sports really flies. Yeah. We're going to literally have like five episodes of this before the end of spring sports. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, boys were at Washington and uh, the Demon Boys had been... Uh, they'd won the first four SEC meets, mm-hmm. so you got to think they're going to Washington. They're not going to drop this one, and they do not. Um, they shot a 162 to win that one. Um, Fairfield was uh, quite a bit back with a 184. Uh, Mount Pleasant, just by a few strokes, got fourth uh, to Fort Madison. So Fort Madison, Mount Pleasant, and Keokuk have been pretty close, um, and the Bloodhounds were able to nip the Panthers on that one. So um, Washington's Rajon Roth, uh, Andrew Conrad, uh, 38 and uh, 39, the only two under 40s. Um, on the day, Roman Roth, 40, Isaac Vetter, 45, Luke Beanbossom, 46, and T. Meyer, 47. So you could have taken your, your two <laughs> top kids off that score list, and you still would have got a win from the Trojans. Right. Um, Fairfield, there, um, according to the uh, sheet there, uh, uh, groupings were a little bit mixed up. Uh, Max Wheaton was playing as the number two golfer, but he was the number one golfer on the team with a 42. Sam Wheaton, um, 46. Uh, Dev Eisner and Austin Lisk were uh, both at 48 to round out the scores there. Now Christensen, 50, and Archer Kruder was finished at 57. So the Trojans have been um, the by far number two behind Washington all year. Yep. They almost beat them once. Yeah, that four, um, four strokes, I think, was the difference yeah, so last we'll, week. We'll see if they can. Uh, they just have to be uh, playing well on the conference day and then hope for some hiccups. It's hard to get some hiccups from Washington, though, because all six yeah. are, are so good. Um Mount Pleasant, uh, they ended up with a 209, by the way. The Panthers did. Um, Nick Matheny, uh, once again, l- led the way of the 46, a little, a little worse than his um, usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate Disming with a uh, 48, and Reese, Reese Coffin with a 53. So they were all kind of close together. Um, but it took a little while to get to the uh, fourth score. They were in the 60s. Everybody else was. Isaac Zillman uh, ended up being the fourth score on the day with a 62. Ben Mater, 63. And Grant Willem um, with a 66. So Mount Pleasant has uh, a little bit of a jumble with the four, five, six, seven area of their golf team uh, yep. to try and get that fourth score. Because those top three are usually up there with the Demons and Trojans a little bit closer. Yeah. But um, that little gap, um, if Mount Pleasant can close that, maybe they can start to uh, compete for the for the boys' golf uh, stuff. But, yeah, and um, they just have – let's see, they've played in everywhere but Fairfield. Is that correct? I haven't played so. Fairfield yet for I the SEC. So. so that's their last one. And then um, we'll get into uh, bigger tournaments. That would be this Thursday. Fairfield, there is a lot going on in Fairfield this Thursday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a packed day. Well, I like that. I like when everything's in one town. Cause, you just bounce around now. Yeah, if it's spread around, it's harder for us to to bounce around. Um, and you, you got into it a little bit ago, but um, I will be at the Mount Pleasant track meet tonight. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, how are you feeling about uh, – we're pretty darn close to the Drake Relays coming up. How are you, you feeling about track season being <coughs> all already basically into the postseason? I mean, I'm I'm excited just because I like the uh, I like the I, I don't think you can give your two cents on this too, but like I you know one of one of the coolest places to go uh, you know watch like any kind of sporting event we cover is definitely um, like you know the Drake Relays or State Track. I think it's yeah, just yeah, because Drake, Drake Stadium. You get to see like so many different athletes from you know every school in the state come together. So for me, that's one of my favorite favorite events and you know like we kind of joked about uh said we wouldn't have as many athletes going to drake or state yeah because we had so many last yeah. year that were seniors we thought we'd have and, a little break yeah and we've kind of seen uh you know what happens is those 
kids that are now seniors and even some underclassmen come in and uh, perform well enough to get, you know, get a ticket to Drake. And, uh, um, you know, we still got to wait for state, but I mean, if everything plays out, uh, you know, if they're making, making a, the blue oval stand yep. or the blue standard, then uh, a good chance uh, that they're going to be heading to state because, yeah. you know, that's basing it off of everybody in the state. So, sure. um, yeah. So, we have a lot of athletes it's going to be uh, interesting to see what happens here in the next couple of weeks, especially with Drake next week. And then uh, looking, looking ahead to state. Yeah, for sure. And we've got, uh, I actually like that about track. I yeah. get excited for track the first couple of meets, but then I'm pretty much ready to get to the postseason stuff. Cause right. that's when, you know, it, it feels like, Oh, it really matters now. You know, right. Those, those legs get a little more wobbly when you're jumping over the hurdles, uh, when, when stuff's on the line. So mm. um, I was at the Denny white relays on Thursday as um, part of a, a pretty busy day. Um, and that there was a rarity at the Denny White relays. Um, we had uh, a couple of very close finishes at the top of the standings. Um, one of those with the Mount, uh, was at the girl standings. Mount Pleasant and Clear Creek Amana were trading wins all day. Uh, by the way, Fairfield and Washington were not at this one for the girls. In fact, the only Union area team we had there uh, was Mount Pleasant, Sonoma, Prairie, no New London, no anybody else. But um, MP 184 and Clear Creek Amana 183, they won the meet by one point, which is um, even crazier to me that it's, it was such a high, like they, 184 and 183 is a lot of points. Uh, those two teams were winning a lot of um, events. So um, Andy Scott was a, a double winner in the sprints and anchored a relay um, to kind of anchor, uh, no pun intended, the <laughs> the Panthers on that. Um, and then in the boys standings, first off in the class A boys, um, Washington was third with 114 and Mount Pleasant was fourth with 113. So mm-hmm. another one point. Um, deal there. In fact, the top two teams were uh, CCA was 139 and Liberty scored 130. So all four of those teams were pretty close to the top, um, pretty spread out with the wins. And then um, on the B side, Mediapolis 149. And you know who got pretty darn close to Meepo? Uh, Van Buren County 126. Yeah. In fact, they only won one of it um, on the day, but they had so much Third, I remember. Uh, depth yeah. um, that the, the Warriors um, looked pretty good. What? No, I was just saying, uh, you know, I've, I've seen them run at Fairfield and, uh, oh. they, uh, the boys side, right. Yep. They have, uh, a lot, like they only had, like you mentioned a couple, like two wins maybe, but they had so many like second and thirds. Yeah. So, you know, it adds up. That was kind of my point. But. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The, um, by the way, <laughs> the, uh, I wanted to say that, um, the sprint medley team was the, was the one winner for Van Buren County, mm-hmm. Bryce Mokland, Lucas Fett, uh, Dominic, um, Murado and Anthony Duncan. Uh, Anthony Duncan, who we had a nice yeah. chat with at Drake's or at Drake Stadium last year, yeah. um, he, he after the four hundred hurdles there. So, yep. So, um, yeah, that was so Van Buren County got to flex their muscle a little bit in a more packed um, area. I was able to. Um, I got a uh, pretty proud of the picture I got of uh, Cade Benjamin of New London. Uh, he was their only winner at clearing six seven. I mm-hmm. almost saw him clear six nine uh, on the high jump. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, a fun time at Mount Pleasant I'll, and. For some reason, Malpaza hosts a lot of track meets, and we're going to do another one today, and I think they have another one after that next week or so. Yep. And then is Fairfield on Thursday for track, too? I believe so. It is a busy. Just hop in for, uh, for a score uh, on the girls' side. Washington and Fairfield were at the oh, yes. Eddieville-Blakesburg uh, rocket relays last Thursday. Uh, Washington took the win, 142 points. Uh, Trojans followed behind with 89 points. That was good enough for third. Um. Uh, they were competing against uh, Eddieville Blakesburg, obviously hosting uh, North yeah. Polk, Des Moines Christian, uh, North Mascot, and, and Sheraton. Ah, Sheraton. All took part uh, in that one. So, uh, yeah, you want me to run through the winners, or do you just want me to? Oh, uh, you could yeah, say a couple. I didn't run through all my winners, um, but I have a so to make afterwards. I'll just I'll just run through all the winners. So Iris Dahl, uh, mentioned that name cross country. 
uh, winner in the 800 uh, meter. Um, let's see here. Uh, Allie Reese wins the discus for the demons there. Uh, let's see here. Go through this. That's all. That was all Washington's winners. Um, let's see if they have to go through my story. I got a lot of second and thirds, didn't they? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of second and thirds there. Um, I believe they're. Let's see here. Um, for Fairfield, we'll jump down to Fairfield. Kai Robinson won the uh, won the hundred meter dash, um, oh. and then uh, Carly Seeley picked up a first place finish um, in the three thousand meter run for the Trojans there, and that was all the winners. They also had uh, quite an abundance of second place, third place there as well. So I wonder if Fairfield's going to sneak up a little bit when the conference meet because because um, they've been lower than Mount Pleasant, Washington for sure this year. And girls, obviously, they lost a lot of seniors, but you mentioned. Uh, Robertson and Seeley and their shuttle hurdle team is um, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, LR Lions still one of the best uh, um, hurdlers in the, the girls' action. So I wonder when you get into the conference meet, when you whittle it down, uh, I wonder how close they're going to be. Uh, yeah. Because wa- right, uh, so far this year, Mount Pleasant Washington have kind of r- risen above uh, a little bit in the girls' yeah. um, area. They seem to be the favorites going to the conference championship, which is in a couple weeks. And if I could think about it, let's see, can my brain go back in time long enough to re- remember where a uh, conference will be in track this year? Where were we last year for the conference championship? Was it in Mount Pleasant? It was in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, because I was at the uh, small school in Waco. That's right. Look at our brains working. So what's alphabetically after Mount Pleasant? Washington, right? So it should be in Washington this year. Yep. Fact check me on that at Southeast Iowa. <laughs> Southeast Conference. I <laughs> know our ABCs. That would be good. That would yeah, have been, that's right. good. That'd have been, uh, been a good yeah, title for Twitter. Fairfield, Fort Madison, Keokuk. <laughs> those are all before Mount Pleasant and Burlington. Yeah, Washington. It's in Washington. Write it down. Just show up. Don't even look at the schedule. Andy got it right. Just show up at Washington Conference Championship Day. Right. Um, we still have some, uh, some uh, tennis to talk about, but we're going to take a little commercial break. So stick with us. Uh, enjoy our sponsors and what they have to offer. And we will be back in two yeah. and a half minutes. Oh, I remember. <laughs> See you soon. when you're talking about your dreams, which is why we're going to keep you covered with plans that can save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. That's protection. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Bring the kids and share the memories from steam engines, antique cars and trucks, tractors, gas engines, and horses. Maybe your memories are of great food from the North Village to the Log Village. Or going to one of the amazing concerts. 
This is the place where memories are made. Make plans now to enjoy the history of the past with the 2023 Midwest Old Threshers reunion, August 31st through September 4th in Mount Pleasant. Visit oldthreshers.com for more details. Unbelievable amount of devastation. I've never seen anything like it. We had a beautiful barn that was gone in 20 minutes. Farm Bureau stepped up right away and said, hey, we got you and we'll be there for you. We were taken care of. Now we could get on to repairing and rebuilding. I tell everybody about Farm Bureau. We're fortunate to say we have good coverage with good people doing it. Contact Farm Bureau agents Tony Starr and Mike Welcher in Mount Pleasant today. Welcome back, Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk Live. I'm yep. still chewing on something, and I'll tell you why. You know what this is, Hunter? Chocolate bunny. <laughs> the last bite of my child, my Easter chocolate bunny. Last bite, but last bite, best bite? Oh, yeah, I did a, um, I don't know if it is last bite, best bite. I don't think that's true with chocolate bunnies. I think it's first bite, best bite, and then slowly but surely you start to feel bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> you're like, I, this is so good, and then by the end you're like, why did I eat all that? <laughs> I take it slow, and uh, last week I was rolling through Fairfield, and it was one of those hot days. I think I had, I definitely had tennis that day. And uh, boys tennis. <laughs> and um, I stupidly brought it along with me, and so it was a little bit um, disfigured because I, it melted in the car. But um, speaking of tennis, we got some tennis. You want me to start, uh, start us off on this one, Hunter? Why not? Jump start in. off the, the last two. By the way, you're Jump watching Tommy Union Sports Talk Live, as you know. Um, as I said, um, along with some soccer last night, I was with some girls tennis. Um, girls tennis in the SEC has been pretty competitive. I mean, there have been a lot of like five, four, six, three scores. And uh, I was at another one last night. Um, Fairfield, 5-4 losers to Fort Madison. And mm-hmm. um, a matchup to where 1 through 6 and, and 1 through 3 on the doubles, it was pretty close throughout. So they got winners um, out of Maddie Griner at number 3, Emma Winland at number 4, and um, Lola Hatchet at number 6. I believe those are the three pictures I chose for my story. Mm. Oh, well, that was Perfect. very smart. That was a good luck on my, my part mm-hmm. that I got the three singles winners. Um, Griner won uh, 8-3. Winland won 9-7, so that was the longest-lasting wow. uh, singles match. And Hatchet um, won 8-5. So they went 3-3 three and three in um, in the singles. Um, Sydney Wells lost uh, to number one to uh, Fort Mass. And Molly Knipe, who's been a number one for them yeah, for a long time. So long time. She might, the best. she might be the conference champion this year. She's playing pretty well. Um, so so we'll see on that. And then um, Jatika Ad. Um, Kari, yep, um, eight to four loss at number four, and Una Carter, um, an eight to two loss, number five. So there you go. Um, my my brain was trying to uh, math that out, and I thought this you couldn't win, you couldn't um, have an eight to four and an eight to two, but that's not true. This is tennis. I yep. was on another sport. Uh, <laughs> I was on another sport. I was like, that doesn't add up. Um, doubles wise, uh, Winland Atikari, um, Akari. Uh, won eight to six in the number two match. They needed two to win the um, the match, the, the, the yep, game, the match, too. and uh, they could not quite do that. Wells and Grant are eight to one losers in the number one um, game, and then Carter and Hatchet eight to five <laughs> losers in number three. So uh, the boys did win. We don't have uh, final results on that yet, but they did win um, eight to one. So the Fairfield boys rolled on pretty easily there, but uh, a split for uh, Fort Mass. We'll see if they can. Um, knock them off later in the year. Yeah. Uh, on the girl side, uh, Mount Pleasant, which is where I was at, <laughs> uh, yep. uh, played host Notre Dame. Uh, so, uh, 
a non-SEC, non-conference, yeah. non-SEC matchup for the uh, the Panthers in this one. Uh, tough out for the uh, for Mount Pleasant in this one. Um, still searching for the first win on the season. Uh, they they uh, come up short to the Nikes, eight uh, one uh, in this one. Um, <clears throat> the the uh, the one victory uh, for Mount Pleasant on the night came from Bethany Drury in the number five match. Uh, she downed the Nikes, uh, Carly Klein, eight uh, three for the lone Panther win. Um, Eliana Situmi Young uh, fell in the number one match eight four to Elizabeth Hama. Uh, Mary Kate Peterson um, and Victoria Smith uh, were topped in both the number two and number three matches eight one each. Um, they fell to uh, Breck McVeigh and Brianna Briggs of the Nikes. Uh, Ava Rounceville was bested eight two by Notre Dame's uh, Emily Suitsman in the number six match. Uh, Audrey Richmond was defeated by Isabel Callison eight uh, four. Down in the doubles, uh, Situmi Young and Roundsville were uh, defeated by Beggs and Klein, 8-4. Uh, Peterson and Smith were uh, defeated by Hama and Stuntsman, 8-4 as well. And then in the uh, the final number three doubles match, uh, Drury and Richmond uh, fell to McVeigh and Callison, 8-4 uh, as well. So uh, tough out for the uh, the Panthers mm-hmm. in this one. Uh, they've played some good matches throughout the season, just, just haven't been able to get you know over that hump to get their first win. But... Uh, um, a lot of tennis yet yet to be played for them, and uh, Notre Dame played well. So, yeah, they just have to have a couple um, players um, break out a little bit. You mm-hmm. Notice in the lower matches, they're usually all closer. They win a yeah. lot of those lower matches. Yeah, they um, do, which is a good sign. You could say because the mm-hmm. depth is there, and you'd think that they'll all rise together. Uh, by the way, it was a rare off night for not an off night like they played bad, but an off night like they didn't play. Period for the Mount Pleasant boys. Saw some of them come over and watch. Oh, really? Yeah, ah, there you go. Um, so the Panther boys will be back in action um, here pretty soon, and they have not lost yeah. uh, an SEC play, so they're um, on a roll right now, actually. Yeah, they are. Um, speaking of on a roll, you're going to see some good tennis here coming up. I don't even know if you'll see some good tennis. You'll see a um, our our hottest uh, tennis team so far is the Fairfield Maharishi girls. They've only uh, played three, won eight to one against Albia um, mm-hmm. yesterday, and you're about two hours away from seeing those yep. guys because uh, uh, Maharishi plays Mount Pleasant girls tennis today. Yep. And then they're going to turn around on Thursday and uh, the crosstown war of the city of Fairfield. Fairfield. Saw, you, saw you just uh, swat that uh, fly right, out of your right, face yeah. there. Um, I like a tennis ball. Yeah. Kind of like a tennis ball. And uh, watch so, really make you want to get out there and just start swinging. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I started playing tennis uh, this summer a little Did bit. You? I like it I a lot. I actually knew knew I'd like it when I covered. I'm like, I wish I played this sport. Um, but I use our community racket that we hide in the office. So that's awesome. Yeah. So we couldn't play against each other if we use the same racket, but we buy another one for the office. One, huh? Um. So uh, Maharishi plays Fairfield on Thursday. I don't know if yeah. I said that before. I you, started trailing off into the tennis thing. Um. So uh, yeah, and that's all we got for tennis because. Yeah. That's all the teams we got for tennis. Yeah. We'll have uh, we got a busy night tonight, and yes, we do. And then uh, it's pretty busy the rest of the way out, actually, uh, until yes. until you know track season, and then it slows down a little bit because then once we have left is what soccer and tennis goes till then, right? Too or yeah, you know we get so busy. Uh, we like spring season especially because we get out into the weather and it's actually nice. But I'll say one of my favorite days of the whole year is that first baseball or softball. Uh, game when I'm sitting in my comfy chair, you bring watching, your chair. Yeah, you're just... and it's like a couple days after spring sports have wrapped up, or at least track, at least state track has wrapped up, and I kind of get that like realization that like, oh, we're only going to be covering two sports. And what's so nice too is when you get to baseball and you get a nice popcorn and a yes, little like water, and you're sitting out there, you get all your, you get all your photos, and <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much money I save during uh, spring sports. I don't really eat concession stand food during spring sports. Do you? 
No. Because it's only in soccer. Because, I mean, usually it's like all the sports you have to, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, every sport in the spring you have to be walking around. Kind of, you can't just you know, really sit true. there and it's like, I know you and I, uh, we, we made a couple of trips to the concession stand at Drake and, and stayed quite a Yeah, bit. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> You plan on going to Drake? I would never say to smuggle food. Well, no, I don't. I don't say that because they'll they'll find this video. Yeah, revoke my media. <laughs> revoke my media uh, uh, pass. But um, it's expensive. The refill, the refill bottle. There you go. Yeah, it's horrible. And we're always uh, we're always dead tired because it's so hot. And all we're doing during Drake and state is running around because we have so many kids out there that yeah. we never get a break. No. Nope. And so it's like three p.m. and you're like, I haven't had any lunch. Oh, let me go pay ten dollars for to this the hotel. And you have to write like twelve stories yeah, for separate individual winners. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what a what a rush! We're Not, just complaining now, aren't we? And yeah, now we're just complaining. We're actually pre-complaining because it hasn't even happened True. yet. Uh, and you shouldn't complain about anything because you're not even going to Drake because you're going to the NFL. I draft, know, but right? state will be. But state will be. But state will be even even worse than Drake because yeah. there'll be more people at straight. Or I shouldn't say worse, but. But it's also kind of like a reunion of it's the only time when all of our schools are at the same place, right. and so we're really just hanging out with right with friends. So. Yeah, uh, and I've got a big day today because I'll be in Mount Pleasant today for the uh, track meet, and then I'll be going to some tennis. Um, oh, Mount Pleasant boys, boys tennis today? I know there's tennis. I think so. I know that's what I'm going to, so I just said they'll be in, uh, back in action soon, and that probably means that they'll be back in action in a couple hours. I believe so. But I'm going to sneak off to the uh, five-year-old uh, soccer games for a little bit. My kid's got a, got a big triple header, so I'm going to go see some youth soccer today as well. There you go. So very busy, very busy day. Uh, and we had a very busy show, but... Yeah, we did. Guess what? Sorry, we were a little late. It's over. We're like 15 minutes late. Yeah, we're a little late. Yeah, we, we do this at 1 p.m. For all you um, hardcore Southeast Iowa Union sports lovers, um, we sometimes are a little later than 1 o'clock. That's just because deadline's 1 o'clock, and sometimes we get a little yep. behind like we did today. So uh, <laughs> usually I think people watch this on replay, although yeah. I like our live watchers. Yeah. If we get enough live watchers, we could do um, phone calls. Could. Think so? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I know who to definitely call in. Yeah, who'd have definitely call in? No, I know I would. Oh, he would definitely. Oh, I know a few people would definitely call in. So we'll we'll uh, bat that you ball around a little bit. You, you know who you are, and uh, I know some people who would call in that we would just uh, not accept because yeah, because they'd be saying some stuff. Uh, so uh, anyway, that's all for another uh, time. But we'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Yep. Um, and one of the Fairfield tennis girls had the bat, the Batman hat on yesterday. I should have written down uh, which one it was, but um, <laughs> right. I was like, man, that's, you gotta be a certain level of cool to wear a Batman. Oh wait, I think it was Una Carter because I think it might've been Una Carter. I, I was think, going I th to say that. I think, uh, when I was out there, she had a Batman hat on. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Cause I regret it. I didn't, I didn't get a great picture of her. I put other kids in. And so I was like, dang it. I hope that's not a one-time thing at the Batman hat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was her coming to a paper near you soon. All right, I think we're done. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Uh, we'll see you when? Next week. Next week.